0: Last week, what would you say the biggest announcement was in Ontario? It's a pretty easy one. Don't even need a trivia question for that one. GM shuttering its Oshawa plant next year. Gone, 2,500 jobs. That's not good. And we know that... It's not an easy time in this province. We know that it's not an easy time in any sector. You can look at that, as we've said, and say this is either corporate greed or it is moving toward the future. It might be a little bit of both. Can't be a little bit of neither, can it? But we have an opportunity right now to take a very close look at what is happening and what was kind of unveiled by both UNIFOR and OPSU, the Ontario Public Service Employees Union, that they have kind of come together, even more than they have been at any other time, and they are, do we say, going head-to-head with the Ontario government? Is, Is that a fair statement? I don't know. But I know how we're going to find out. On London Live right now, please welcome the president of UNIFOR, Mr. Jerry Diaz. And the president of OPSU, Mr. Smoky Thomas. Gentlemen, how's Monday?
1: Road, the chief. Uh, snowing here in Kingston. Flurries.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jerry. Things are good with you? Well, no. It's uh, things
2: are uh, rather busy based on the GM announcement, and obviously our members in the plant are incredibly concerned, and we are formulating a plan to fight back in a very, very serious way. Uh, General Motors' decision because failure is not an option and ultimately Ontario can't stand to lose the about 20,000 direct and indirect jobs. This will have such a huge impact on the community of Oshawa. So this is a big deal and this requires everyone pulling together.
0: Well, let's look at that fighting back. Now, is it fair to say you are teaming up and going head to head with the Ontario government or do you look at it a different way? Jerry, I'll start with you.
2: Well, first of all, I would have enjoyed joining the Ontario government as we fought GM's decision. I spoke to the Premier uh, uh, Sunday night prior to GM making the announcement, and so I was absolutely floored when I heard his proclamation on Monday that he's thrown in the towel, that he was concentrating on getting our members five weeks of unemployment insurance over and above their entitlement. instead, of rolling up his sleeves and saying we need to do everything possible to ensure that GM reverses their decision. So the fact that he was quite comfortable getting beat up in the way and he didn't even make it into the ring was rather astonishing for a person that fancies themselves as a real street fighter. Smokey, so would I have preferred to work with the government? The
1: answer is yes. Uh, do they want to work with us? The answer is clearly no.
0: Okay. Smokey, do you feel the same way?
1: I absolutely do. I absolutely do. And anything that Uh, uniform and opposite when Jerry and I can do together to help reverse this decision and then a whole bunch of other things. uh, I'm all in. So is my union.
0: All right. Now let's look at the the situation. The two of you have the opportunity to talk at different times but have you ever done anything like this before? Your two unions. Smokey?
1: We worked together uh, settling two strikes that we had in the healthcare sector. Jerry had one in Thunder Bay and we had one in Owen Sound and uh, we found out that we certainly think a lot alike. In the past, when GM was under attack, Ken winslow was the president. I went out there and spoke at rallies, walked the picket line. Uh, we helped out there, got people out to the rallies. Uh, but since Jerry's become president, we've gotten to know each other. Uh, we think a lot alike. Our organizations are, uh, you know, both will fight if necessary. And, uh, no, I think it makes perfect sense for us to join up, and uh, I'm certainly happy that we have.
0: Smokey, you mentioned we'll Oh, yeah, go ahead, Jerry.
1: Look, this is about working class people. I mean, it is clear if you
2: listen, uh, to the Ford government, um, what they believe about public sector unions, um, what they plan on doing with the public sector unions. There's no question. Smokey and Opsu and, and other members in the public sector being for the fight of their lives over the next three years. It's clear, uh, based on Ford's lack of, act- uh, lack of activity on just the initial GM announcement. Uh, That he's not going to fight hard for good manufacturing jobs here in Ontario. So there's private sector and public sector workers that have a lot to be uh, concerned about. And frankly, the only way that we can really get this government's attention, if in fact they're going to continue down this road, is for us to join our our resources, join our people power, and 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 say to the government, listen, so far you haven't made great decisions. We're hoping you're going to we're hoping you're going to start to make some better ones.
0: We're talking with Jerry Dias, who is the president of Unifor, and Smokey Thomas, who is the president of Opsu. They have joined forces, and they have done so to challenge the government to fight for their members. If we look back to the closing announcement for the GM plant in Oshawa. Now, Jerry, that wasn't the only plant that was being affected by this. So what is it that you hope to be able to do in this?
2: Well, first of all, we have to have General Motors change your decision, period. It doesn't go any, uh, it's, not, it's not any more complicated than that. I think about all the supplier plants that are around Intiva, Woodbridge Foam, Lear. I can start to walk through the list. I think about all the uh, people that drive trucks to and from Oshawa. I think about all of the spin off jobs. This is significant. This is a $30 billion hit uh, if you take a look at the overall economic carnage. This is a big deal here. Um so when you when if when you take a look at what it is we have to do, we need to do everything humanly possible um ensure that the General Motors knows that Canadians aren't gonna accept this decision. Let me give an example. I got a I got a phone call on Saturday from a car dealership saying that customers canceled nine firm orders just that morning. So Canadians this is a discussion over the dinner table. People are furious, they understand what's going on here. So GM has some decisions to make as well. Canada is a $10 billion uh, industry for them, $10 billion. And uh, my guess is Canadians are going to have something to say about that because loyalty goes both ways.
0: Smokey, in terms of... How you you change uh, a, a mind like General Motors? This is a massive company. They've looked at bottom lines. They've looked. This has been their decision. What do you do to kind of start to push them in another direction? Do you need a bunch of Canadians stepping up and, and making noise, or or can you do it another way?
1: No, I, I well, I think uh, I'm with Jerry on this one. We need Doug Ford to come to the table. The feds have uh, said they're going to fight for it. So we'll uh, mobilize our 155,000 members and their families and friends to, to support uniform workers. Just as uh, Jerry talked about public services, he'll mobilize his members to support our fight to hang on to public services. But I think that it, it, this key here is Doug Ford. If he would uh, you know, uh, uh, actually take some interest in working people here instead of his friends and his cronies, I think he could be a big help. And I think Jerry and I have talked about this, and I think we're both on the same page. We would like to sit with Doug Ford and we'd rather work with him than fight him. But, if it, you know, if he's not going to do anything, then we're certainly going to fight, and I'm going to join that fight with all our, all our members, our executive board, and all our resources, which are considerable.
0: Smokey, you mentioned other things outside of GM that the two of you could work together on. What would some of those be?
1: Saving public services. Uh, fighting privatization of public services. Jerry has public sector workers in his yep. union as well. I have a small handful of private sector, but we both understand that we need a good, robust private sector with full time, good, decent paying jobs to pay taxes to support a robust public, uh, you know, public services. Uh, and because public services are the great equalizer in society. Doesn't matter whether you're poor, or rich, and middle class in between, public services should be equal and are equal, and everybody has equal access. But Ford is already indicating, you know, he's already dialed back. He, he, you know, Bill 47, he rolled back uh, gains for working people. He's rolled back gains for people on ODSP and Ontario Works. It's going to be harder to get on, so you're going to, more people will suffer and, and live in absolute abject poverty. So he's attacking working people, and he's attacking people who, through through no fault of their own, can't work. So, and uh, you know, I spoke at Jerry, Jerry's Ontario convention on Saturday morning, and what I heard there was truly impressive. You know, they're a social justice union, as well as looking, you know, t- looking at the yeah. interests of their members. But their activists are like my activists; they want a fair and just society for everybody. And I think that's the fight, and how that fight shapes up. We've got a work, a couple of working groups working that up right now, but I can guarantee Mr. Ford one thing. If it's a fight he wants, it's a bloody fight he'll get, and he, he'll come out on the short end of it. I guarantee you that.
0: Smoky Thomas with us from Opsu, Jerry Diaz from Uniform. We had an announcement in London, gentlemen, last week that went over very well here, and that was that Maple Leaf Foods is going to construct a consolidated plant in London, Ontario. We were happy to hear that. Can I get your thoughts, your reactions to how that played out, Jerry? Can we start with you?
2: Well, sure. what, what Maple Leaf failed to announce, or Doug Ford? was for every one job they were creating in London, they were cutting two somewhere else. So this isn't a situation where you take a look at Maple Leaf Foods' existing footprint, and this is an incredible announcement that builds on that. This is an announcement where they're opening up facilities in London while slashing jobs elsewhere. So the net gain for Ontario workers will not be a net gain. It'll It'll be a reduction of jobs. So, am I pleased in the community of London? Yes. Am I am I uh, pleased of, uh, with the number of Maple Leaf uh, workers that are going to lose their jobs? The answer is no. So, this isn't a situation where somehow we can we can be pounding our chests and saying how great it is for people overall.
0: Smokey,
1: I would echo Jerry's comments uh, exactly the same, and just add this that. You know, the provincial and federal government are given tens of millions of dollars to Maple Leaf Foods who are a very profitable corporation, uh, and particularly the Ontario government, to a very profitable corporation probably doesn't need the money at all, but they'll take it and uh, then turn their racks on GM workers. So I, I, I just, you know, there's quite a bit of, there's well, it's hypocritical, to uh, say the least.
0: Gentlemen, I really want to thank you for your time. In closing, I want to give each of you the opportunity to say what you believe the battle with the Ontario government needs to see next. Jerry, what would you, what is the first step in this in order to getting something done? First
2: of all, the premier is going to have to change his priorities. With the implementation of Bill 47, He froze the minimum wage at $14 an hour. And I think what frustrates me the most is the dishonesty. He tried to claim how the $14 minimum wage was a job killer. It led to factory closures. But the simple reality is, in the six months after the implementation of $14 an hour, 81,000 jobs were created.
0: So I want
2: honest government more than anything else. I want candid talk, but I want people to talk about facts, not straight rhetoric.
0: Smokey?
1: I'd echo those comments and and just add a couple of things. One, uh, I think we'd like a table. In fact, we want a table with Mr. Ford uh, for Jerry and I to sit down and talk to him about the importance of GM, uh, the importance of the private sector, good jobs, public services. And both our unions, our activist base who provide those services uh, have good ideas and uh, I'd, I'd really like to see Mr. Ford strike a Labour roundtable and sit down and talk to all Labour leaders. But, and Jerry you know, and um, I are committed to taking the fight to him. Uh, my union will, and just like Jerry's union, will work with community partners all, or, all across the province and other unions. Uh, but I'd say this to all those Tory uh, backbenchers. Uh, you're not going to be immune from this, and particularly cabinet ministers say, well, you know, the Premier doesn't give me much of a say. Well, I, that's fine, but that don't cut it. So they're going to be lobbied. They're going to be lobbied hard. And uh, and uh, we will continue to lobby them. So this, again, if, uh, I guess if Mr. Ford wants war, it's not just a fight, it would be a war. He can have it. Or he can do good things. And I, for one, would stand up and say, hey, that's a good thing. And I think my record with the Liberals says that. When they did something good, I said they did something good. When they did something that bad, I said they did something bad. So I think, uh, you know, we're... We're just the first volley to Mr. Ford. Uh, let's see how he reacts rather than now starting to call us union bosses. Jerry, I guess we'll have to change our union cards again, call ourselves union bosses. But that's an <laughs> old uh, Harrison,
0: Harrison Hood act <laughs>
1: trick, which is, I always sound kind of funny, actually. But uh, but uh, that's the kind of, I'm, I'm with, Jerry,
0: 100%. Smokey, Jerry, thank you so much for all your time today.
1: Thank you. Well, have thank a great you. day. Really
0: appreciate it. appreciate it. That's Smokey Thomas and Jerry Diaz. The As they just called themselves, union bosses, but the president of Unifor and the president of Opsu. What do you think? Do they have a chance? Now, if they are going to come together, they bring together a membership of 470,000 people. But a lot of people will say, you could have 470 million people. This is a decision in the GM case made by General Motors and... You can do all you want. They're not going to change their minds. Do you think that this makes a big difference? Do you see them now coming together and being able to lobby the Ford government to get back to a table? Like they said, all they want is a table. Let's open the phones. 519-643-2222. That's 519-643-2222. You can email Mike at 980cfpl.ca. You can tweet me at Stubbs980. Back with more in a moment on London Live on Global News Radio, 980 CFPL.